I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome to The New Normal with Deborah Francis White and The Guilty Feminist. Today, my guest is Travis Alabanza. And Instagram is busy telling you that I'm here. Um, I've just been explaining that I am in a bathrobe because I, was, I, I, I showered after exercise and then lost track of time. True story. Suddenly realised it was six o'clock and I needed to get on here. So I'm going to see now if I can hook Travis in. There we go. Travis Alabanza. Two one travis will be on television and three two one it's travis hi. hi dabs can you hear me i can you look amazing though and i have exfoliated but not moisturized and i'm in a bathrobe that's okay i'm a feminist but you know we can both exist in these uh two realities you know <laughs> the bar has got lower and lower because i'm 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 quite glamorous in real life well, I think it's because I've not met your your followers before. So I was like wanting to treat it as if I was, you know, mm. meeting someone the first time, I do a bit of a dress up, you know? I normally do. No, I normally make some kind of effort. And uh, today I just, I, I thought at quarter two, I thought I'll just write for five more minutes and then I'll quickly get changed. And then suddenly it was one to six. And I was like, oh my God, how has this happened? I feel like those days are happening. I, I, I go on one Zoom call, Zoom call and then how do I know it's two hours later and they're showing me their pet dog and their hamster. I mean, Zoom is, I think, very much the, the sort of unthreatening nanny cousin, the nannying cousin of uh, Big Brother. <laughs> it's, 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 it's all welly in its own way, especially House Party that anyone can just pop up. Oh. House party I have had to get off of because I was on the toilet talking to a friend that like I'm comfortable talking on the toilet with. Sure. You know? We have those friends that reach those levels where you can go to toilet levels, you know? And wow. suddenly I hadn't quite learned like that you have to lock a room. To no, do you do have to lock a room. It's like if you're in the loo, you have to lock the room and that's just true of life. I had no idea and suddenly an ex of mine <gasps> took the possible thing to check if I was all right and I'm there mid down like this. No. And my friend goes, oh, I thought you left the room unlocked for a reason. I'm like, why didn't you tell? <laughs> so house party's out for me. Okay, so house party and life have the same rules. If you're in the loo, lock the door. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so, so welcome to the new normal. Thank you. 
Go I'm going to ask you some questions that I ask on the new normal, Travis. The uh -huh. first question is, how the hell are you? <laughs> um, do you want, what's the, how long have we got, Deb? I mean, <laughs> look, to be honest with you, no, one's, no one can go anywhere. You have, <laughs> you have a captive audience. Um, you know, I think I keep on telling people, if I focus on the day-to-day, -day, then I am doing okay. Um, in lots of ways, it reminds me how lucky I am. If I focus on the day-to-day, -day, I have a house with a roof, with people around me that love me. I'm safe in my house. I can look however glamorous I want in my house. And these are lots of things that I know people don't have. But if I'm not doing like the, the pious uh, second messiah of the coronavirus times um, answer, it's so fucking overwhelming. You know? <laughs> Fuck. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and I think I'm just trying to hold both. You know, I'm okay, I'm functioning. Um, but it's really hard, you know. I think our brains aren't, aren't made to hold this much simultaneously whilst trying to do the new normal and try and carry on with some of this normal that's kind of... Oh, I know. You know, and so I think it's overwhelming, but um, I'm finding tactics, you know, new ways to deal with it, you know. I, do you know, I went for a lovely sunny spring walk through the handmaid's tale yesterday i went to primrose hill and the police which are all i was doing is walking up the hill which i'm allowed to do on my daily walk legally loud and the police a police officer buzzed up behind me on his bike and sirened me out of the way unnecessary he could have gone around or he could have politely said excuse me i need to get past and he was just shouting at everyone go home go home you're not exercising you're not exercising and it was honestly just people who got to the top of Primrose Hill and you just, it's a steep walk. You just have yeah. a bit of a look yeah, at the yeah. view and then you start walking down. But normally I would sit at the top of Primrose Hill or stand there for like two to five minutes. I wasn't up there yet, so this wasn't me, but other people were, I wouldn't say loitering, but they were lingering. Right, and uh -huh. Which they're not meant to do, but it was an hysterical response. And some people were there with their kids, just letting their kids run around for a bit. And they were the police were so aggressive to them and i was like look i know we all need to obey these rules and if everyone did that we would be passing the virus and all of that kind of thing but at the same time there are ways and i did feel like well and i think this is the problem like um my mum works for the nhs so she's walking to work every day from where she works and she's being stopped every single day by the police um even though she's going to work you know and it's the same police officer and i try and tell my mum you know my mum's from america so she has an american accent and she's a big black American woman. And I say, mum, is it the same police officer every day? She goes, yeah. And I go, maybe you should tell them how many black American workers are walking through the park at this time with an NHS mm. worker. Do they need to stop, stop? And the problem is they think we're in response mode where civilians are being in, put in a moral responsibility to create surveillance on citizens, like mm -hmm. citizen on citizen surveillance with a virus that we also don't understand yet. So I'm finding that really hard seeing people we're having to make huge more decisions and also choose who is moral or immoral in their actions. When, mm -hmm. if a government was working, they'd be giving us clear guidelines, you know, yes. from the get-go. Is your mum wearing scrubs? Yeah, so my mum has her NHS stuff on. It's wild and they're still- it's... I just find it, I would think scrubs would protect you. So would I. And I think it's protecting some and not others. But I just it's... tell my mum, you know, next time just start clapping. 
That's what I'm saying, Mum. I'm just re record the clap that the that your street mm. did for you, and just play it back to them and start clapping. And move I think on. it's outrageous they're questioning people in scrubs. But let's be clear, as you said, your mum is black, yeah. and there. I, I mean, it it be and also being a white person being shouted at by the police is not anywhere near in the realm of as frightening as being shouted at if but you're it's black still or brown. Frightening, you know, state it's, involved. It's still frightening. And look, I, I know I know that if people are sunbathing and if everyone goes out and sunbathes, you know, like you see in Bondi Beach, yeah. then that is irresponsible. And people like your mum who are on the first line who, are, who could get a viral load are doing that so that people can go and sunbathe, which is ridiculous. So of course we should be responsible. But I felt like I didn't see anyone breaking the spirit of the law. Yeah. And right. I felt like the police could have been... There were maybe one or two people breaking the spirit of the law, but most people were not doing anything that looked like it was going to pass the virus or that was wrong. Yeah. But they were speaking to everyone as aggressively and some of the children were crying. And I was like, this is our one, this was a Sunday and we were going for our one mental health walk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I, yeah, it's, it's, so the anxiety is upon us at the moment and right. always exponentially, of course, if you're a person of color, it, it's you know that there's an extra helping um it are extreme they are extreme and as we say we're very privileged in many ways but also we've got to acknowledge that has this crisis more amusingly given you any i'm a feminist butts oh my god the feminist butts is loads um right I, i've decided that i am nothing without a threaded eyebrow um oh. so everyone's gonna zoom in now that's why we're doing this miss frizzy um, or sorry, MX Frizzy uh, Frizz going on now <laughs> to try and cover the lack of threaded eyebrow. Nice. Um, I've started texting my eyebrow threader and said that she is an essential worker. Uh, <laughs> Do you know, I truly believe the Thursday after the quarantine, we will come out into the streets to applaud the waxers and threaders. <laughs> Literally, I really believe it. They'll be working 22 hour days. I believe it. But also, I guess it's interesting for me, um, you know, I'm someone that's quite tuned in to uh, gentrification and class and housing, you know, just from my own experiences growing up in social housing, etc. Um, but never have I craved a gentrified bougie brunch from <laughs> a neighborhood that I should not be from a neighborhood around the corner that I should not be eating more than now. Um, and it's oh. like my feminist butt. I'm like, I'm always there like, no, we need to support like these, not these overpriced things, mm. but what I would do for an iced latte in a stupid like tin can recycled mm -hmm. right now. Oh. <laughs> so my I said to Tom yesterday morning, I came down and went, so I've decided I'm going out for brunch. And he went, oh yeah, where are you going? And I went just one of our places and I'm going to order some eggs and sit in the sunshine because it's a lovely day. And I just completely just, just erected the fiction and then Tom said, well, or I could make you some eggs at home. We could have them on the terrace because we've got a little little terrace, little outdoor bit. And I said, oh, that would be nice too. I just completely had to buy into the fiction that this was a choice mm -hmm. uh, to stay in for brunch. Do you, Travis, have any coping strategies to be emotionally and mentally stable or well through this time? And you, you know, don't have to have any, but if you found any. Yeah, okay. well, I think it's interesting because... Um, I think when you're on pause like this, you realise all the things that were in your life that were coping mechanisms that you didn't realise, like were some yes. coping mechanisms that you would Yes! Doing, you know? How many of my tent poles were coping mechanisms? <laughs> when they're taken away, suddenly I'm just a piece of canvas on the floor. Exactly. And I feel like, especially for like, you know, us people that like a stage, like an audience, like these things, I'm starting to learn how much for me 
my job was like a coping mm -hmm. mechanism for other things, you know, and what happens when you take that away. So yeah, you're being seen, you're being heard in your exactly. in your line of work because you 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 were touring an incredible per, incredible and personal show. Exactly, you know, and this this happened mid mid tour for me. You know, I was about I was in Brazil, and it was the first time you know I'd had my theatre show go to South America, and we were about to start the tour. It was a really big deal and I realized at first you know you have all the worries of like oh my god I'm an artist and I'm losing all my money but beyond that I was like oh I'm losing the chance to be myself on stage and feel celebrated for myself you know that show although it's personal and the the blurbs around it is negative actually what comes out of it is a real hour where people are celebrating me for being who I am you know mm. and so what I've done as a coping mechanism is exactly this I'm getting dressed up the days that I want to get dressed up you know and I think it's a trying to push against a good coping mechanism for me is realizing that we're all putting stuff out online because that's what we do we're all saying mm -hmm. our opinions we're all saying what works and when I hear someone's opinion pausing and reminding myself that that's this person figuring it out and that maybe that rule doesn't need to be for me so I the first mm -hmm. week I was seeing everyone be like you don't need to be productive. You don't need to, you can sit around and do nothing. You can da da da. And I was like, yes, I support that. Like, great, like, fuck capitalism, fuck resting. But then I realized for me, actually, like, if I sit around and do nothing, I'll go into a spiral. So mm -hmm. I need to get up every day. I need to shower, putting stuff, putting my makeup on. I realized how much that was a routine for me. Mm. Getting an outfit, picking an outfit, because, you know, for my self care and mental well being now, but also, we don't know when we're going to get out of this. And I don't want to have to lose my skills at putting together a good outfit. <laughs> no, a very good point. We don't want to come out of this feral, unable to do anything that we used to be able to do, completely isolated and like, how do I put a brush through my hair? Exactly. But I agree with you, Travis, on the unsolicited advice front. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. the amount of people, I think they're trying to tell themselves something. So they yeah. kind of go, what you need to do is yeah. this. You need to not worry about this. So you need to do this. And it's like, okay. And that's sort of calmed down now. But in the first few days, the oh, amount of unsolicited God. advice I got. And I was like, but maybe you need to do that. And I need yeah. to do something else. I'm like you. I need to make and create. That's my happy yeah. place. Exactly. And if I just stare into the void, no good for me. But I do need to be balanced. And I do need, to, I do need more rest time than I'm giving myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, I, if I just... I mean, just some people, I just think they're just, they're just enjoying, and it's a privilege, of course, to be able to, you know, completely take time off. Or yeah. for some people, it isn't a privilege. It's just a terrifying, you know, economic disaster. Yeah. But if they cannot do their job, they're learning to play the ukulele or they're yeah. reading the complete works of Mark Twain. And that is great, but that is not right for me. It doesn't work for everyone, you know, whether that's our mental health needing it. Like, I think I'm a bit of both. I'm like, mentally I really enjoy being creative getting up and doing things and also I was like well my rent hasn't stopped you know so yeah. <laughs> I have to find a way and it's that combination but I think I think there was you're right this rush in the first couple of weeks for everyone to give you know that that eight point manifesto as if they've been in one of these situations before <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh I'm very well versed in quarantines yeah, for, like, for an indefinite oh, amount of time and, 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 uh, and uh, in fact, engage the whole human race. I'm yeah. really good. I, I majored in that. So yeah. you'll be coming to me. It's like, literally, this has never happened before. This is the whole human race. Obviously, individuals and communities are quarantined. Yes. But the whole well, globe quarantining? The whole no. globe. Nobody knows. Like, yeah, and it's like, 
I think it's really putting into practice all the things we preach as feminists and all these things we mm -hmm. preach about consent and bodily autonomy and allowing people to choose what's best for them and all these things to pause and just go, okay, this is working for you. Is it harming anyone else? No, carry on. This is going to work for me. Indeed. Is it harming anyone else? Carry on, you know? Um, is there anything that surprises you about yourself or the human race in this new brave new world i'm surprised how patient we are so now if i go down to sainsbury's or whole foods or whatever i have to queue two meters behind the person in front of me and we have to wait what like a nightclub one in one out and when i re i remember seeing pictures of people queuing for rations in soviet russia and thinking how do they control people like that we just wouldn't do that we just write no it turns out we wouldn't we would stand there patiently and these Londoners who three weeks ago would have been elbowing people out of the way, I've got no time, mm -hmm. now stand there very patiently. And I find it fascinating how quickly we are to, I mean, and we should be doing that. It's for an absolutely important that we do do it. Yeah. But it's so interesting to me how patient we've all become. Is there anything for you that feels surprising? Oh, that's such a good question. And I feel like you're right. I feel like it is like, you couldn't even imagine a London that would have paused. And now people are pausing and then what that takes for people to pause or to queue or to not give you a dirty look for queuing. I think I'm surprised mm -hmm. by like, I know this sounds corny, but I'm just going to lean into it. Um, I'm surprised by people's, even though I'm shown it time and time again, I'm surprised by people's tenacity to give and to really work quick in smart mm -hmm. ways to give. And I think it's really and it sounds so corny, literally, I just was like, should I throw up in my mouth when I just said that? But it's true, like, it has been the thing that has, like, grounded me. It's like, wow, people have worked really smart, really quick in crisis to find really, mm -hmm. really smart ways of working as communities. Because now people's structures of community have broken because we can't see each other. And so quickly, there's all these different ways. And I think, you know, we're shown that time and time again. But it has, so there'll be moments where I'm like, wait like there's a there was a moment where we're we're in a local like mutual aid group in my in my um area and there was 9 a.m someone saying they needed tampons by 10 30 the whole street had them that needed wow them. and i was like oh wow and i'm like wait is this the same street that during the election I couldn't get anyone to answer to talk about the thing. Wow, like, I, mean, I just think we had this natural, you know, I built my head in, in my idea about my neighbours, who they could or couldn't be because of mm -hmm. how the election went and all these things that I was trying to do. And then I was like, there's no way a community spirit will come along. And there it does, yeah. Bam, there it goes, beyond a clap, right? Obviously we came out and clapped too, and that was mm -hmm. all nice and a great feeling. But and I'm we're doing that every Thursday night now. Is it every Thursday? Yeah, it's gonna be every Thursday night, yeah. I let my mum know she's loving it. She texts me because I said to my mum, like, mum, how do you feel about the clap? There's a lot of debate around it. Like, I know, how do you feel about the politics behind it? My mum was like, yeah, 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 I get, I get all of that. But I just like that I get a bit of an applause. I want to take a bow. So she's yes. for it. <laughs> Different people are getting standing ovations now, Travis, and it's not you and me anymore. Exactly. And it's my an mom, outrage. It should have happened that, a long time ago. <laughs> my mum said that. My mum said, now I know how you feel every night. <laughs> yeah. We get that every night we go to work. Can you imagine? Every time we go to work, people applaud us. It's outrageous. Exactly. For our, started... for our, for our narcissistic observations and jokes. Yeah, exactly. We get that I've every started, night. I've started telling my flatmates, hey, once a week, can I just walk down the stairs? Can you just go, woo, amazing,
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Can I ask if you found any routine to your day? I can see how you're ending the day with an enormous glass of white wine. <laughs> it's a GMT. Um, it's a GMT. Yeah, it's a big one. Um, well, uh, you, you know what? This is like the first week of something long enough to call it a routine. Like this week starting, it's like, oh my God, I've done this enough times now to call it a routine. Because I think the first week I was, um, I was under my duvet. You know, it's kind of like, it was like, trying to figure out how to get out of bed and now mm -hmm. I've found um makeup is still I know I said it before but putting on my makeup is really really helpful my skin is saying otherwise but um for me just like I realized I was like hold on a minute uh just because I'm not going outside doesn't mean I don't need to do the things that make me feel good in my gender and make me feel good in my body and for mm -hmm. the first week I was like why am I feeling so down and I was like oh because I'm looking at my beard growing out and all of this all these things I would normally change mm -hmm. So I'm putting on my makeup every day still, and I'm doing my new my new thing that I'm doing, which I am loving, uh, is I'm doing dance routines every oh. other day, online on different YouTube videos, but also the Pussycat Dolls just did an online one for React, the video, which I wow, and I'm doing dance routines with my friends every other day. We're making them up, and Fantastic. it's so helpful because like I am a performer, so dance, you know, is something that's existed in some of the shows, but it's not really. I'm not a dancer, Dads. It's not something I'm known for. Are you in the industry you're known as a mover rather than a dancer? Exactly. The first day I'd be like, and who are the dancers? And I'd go, and I'd look at my friends to be like in the room to be like, how do I count? And they're like, keep it down. And they're like, and who can move? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you're, 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 a, you're a mover. But listen, do you know what? It, you're, you're not doing this as a, as a exactly. it doesn't have to be career. It's not to capitalize on. It's and not to sell. It's, you know what I always think is in lots of tribal cultures and, and ancient cultures, in all, everybody is an artist, everybody's a singer, everybody's a dancer. And now in our Western capitalist society, a, a cultured person watches dancing, listens to music, yes. reads books, 
looks at looks at an opera singer, listens yeah, yeah, to yeah. them, but they, they only consume. That's what a cultured person does. Yeah. And what we do is we nominate a few people and say, you sing the song for all of us. And that's not healthy. No. And that doesn't mean we all have to perform, but we all should sing. We yeah. all should dance. And it's part yeah. of being human. We all should draw. And what we do is we work out, oh, I'm, I'm not good at drawing when we're 16 and we stop drawing and that's terrible because I, and I've met a lot of people who can't draw Travis, but none of them were four. All four year olds <laughs> think they're brilliant at drawing and they want their drawings on the fridge. Yeah, yeah. But I obviously, my, I, I, you know, I don't draw and put my, I don't put any of my drawings on the fridge anymore. So obviously either my drawings got worse from when I was seven or my embarrassment threshold mm -hmm. has gone up. And I'm guessing as my motor skills in, have improved, it's the latter. So true. And there was a time when I suddenly stopped thinking I could make a dance routine in my room as a kid. It's really all I did. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to refine things I used to do in the house. And one of them, I used to make dance routines with my friends all the time. We were like the annoying kids at school in the assembly that would suddenly go, and we've got a dance to show people. And it's like the same moves recycled. Um, but so I'm going back to that and I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. And I'm just dancing for an hour. The only bad thing is that my um, my bedroom is on the ground floor of the road. And so the sunlight is so great at the moment, so I'm letting the windows in. But it means that the neighbours are seeing me do dance routines, which is fine when it's like five, six, seven, eight. But Pussycat Dolls React gets quite um, sensual. Mm. And so I did forget that the window was open and I was there like doing my whole head fling and my neighbours just looking like that. <laughs> and, um, safe to say that didn't get a clap. <laughs> <laughs> disappointing i think they were probably secretly loving it um travis do you have any pets or uh costumes or eccentric relics that you'd like to show us anything that we can see from inside the room of travis alabanza yeah well obviously this question was pre-prepared because i wanted to get some relics in um but i was it did make me think i am currently in a long distance relationship with my cat back at home with my mum um, so I'm in my house share in London. I don't know how to turn the camera around. And um, I wanted to show you, because I was sad about not being on tour. Wait, oh, this oh. is a, So this is something that I have in my study. Um, Beautiful portrait. It's a poster of me. And it was the first time I did a show in the United States on my first US tour. And I have it because my family's from the US and I never thought I'd be able to tour and get them to come and see it. And this was wow. a part And this was a... Brown University, we did a gig show, and I just like the way, I like my makeup in it. Um, but also, because we were gonna be on tour, I thought I'd show you the dress that I was gonna wear for the closing night. Wait, let me turn myself back to me, otherwise it looks like I'm talking from here. Um, I thought I'd show you my dress that I was gonna wear for the closing night of my tour in South America, um, that I wear for all my closing nights of burgers. Um, is that all right to show you? I'm just... It's not just all right, it's mandatory now. <laughs> so it's kind of like, basically, let me give you a style thing before everyone, just so we know. Um, I know it's clashy, that's the vibe for it. I know it's meant to give you, I told the designer, um, Brandon Coos, I told them they're an amazing trans POC designer. Um, I told them I want something that looks like an art teacher would wear it if she was just thrown up on. So that was the vibe. <laughs> and the second, if this, that wasn't worth enough, I said, I also want you to put my face on it. <laughs> wow. So. Go on, show us. Oh my God, that's absolutely incredible. It's <gasps> burgers. Wow. It's got the burgers poster, which is from my show. 
phenomenal. And, then it here, and it buttons up and it's like a little shift dress that I bring on tour <laughs> with me. And when we close a show, I wear Beautiful. it. And so, yeah, so that's my little relics. Um, I will Absolutely show you through stunning. all of my wardrobe, but um, we'd be on here for a week now. Well, we could do another one another day, earlier in the day, where we just do um, Travis Alabanza's wardrobe with the Guilty Feminist. Exactly. I'm really into that. Uh, could you share a dark moment or low thought that you've had? This means a lot to people, this section, because I think we tend to be Instagramming all the moments when we're dressing our cats up and uh, doing our dance routines. And most people at least once a day are having an emotional low. And so we're actually talking about that here. Yeah, yeah it's funny because uh, you say, you, you mentioned like, oh, we're showing what we're showing. And I think if you went over to my Instagram now, you'd see like, these fun little green screen videos I've been doing to make myself laugh. And the same week that was being, the first one was being shared loads and loads of times. Um, I hadn't actually left my bed for the whole week. Um, wow. None of my, you know, my agents couldn't really contact me. No one was really, I wasn't responding to emails. Um, because I think for me, uh, oh God, and also for us that like to make jokes less, it's always hard for us to go real into actual things without turning into a joke. Um, but I think for me, uh, you know, there's one thing when you grow up a hustler, you're always a hustler. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Very true, babe. Very true. Assigned, I was assigned many things without consent at birth, but hustler assigned at birth, I'll keep that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was assigned hustler at birth. Maybe that can be your t-shirt. Exactly. Hannah, Hannah from the merch store every day picks something that the guest says and turns it into a print-on-demand t-shirt and then that money goes to you the profit goes to you so i say it again what did a you say assigned hustler at birth assigned hustler at birth <laughs> i love that i love that and do you have a piece of online feminism you would like us to engage with today is there any cause activist cause yeah. anything we can amplify donate to Oh, I'm just gagging at the fact that you make it a signed high slope up. I'm still there. Sorry. Um, no, we'll, we, will get, we, will, we will make sure you get one of those T-shirts. That's incredible. It also says stay at home. And then it says from Travis Alabanza. So um, oh my God, it, it'll, so it's going to have your name on it too. Genius. Um, yeah, so I've been thinking a lot about my online feminism to people. I've been thinking a lot about how um, a lot of our conversations around what it feels to be isolated and what it feels mm -hmm. to have to stay inside. Um, and I've been thinking about how for lots of different types of people, um, this is not a new thing. And I was thinking that it's a really good time for us to connect with what we... Um, Sorry, I've got hay fever and I'm sneezing into my arm as I've been taught to by the government. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Wait, I'm going to make sure. I feel like we're two metres away. It's okay, Deb. It's fine. It's fine. It's only hay fever, but still, one never knows when one has the virus. And one um, must sneeze into one's arm. But yeah, on, about people inside, what it means to be inside. And I think it's a really good time for us as feminists and thinking about feminism to connect with what we learn about prisons and people in prisons and mm. the prison system. Because I think if we are finding this tricky, being inside, why are, in my opinion, governments still using solitary confinement as a mm. means of punishment? If this is us in three, three weeks with our heating mm. and our showers and our Instagram and our conversations and we're And at the moment, we still can go out once a day. They might take that away, but- Exactly. We still can go get groceries. If you exactly. were really in pain or really in distress, you know, I yes. mean, if, as, you know, some people are in abusive relationships and they absolutely can't. Yes. But for most people, there is a way of exactly. even shutting out the window. And if you're in solitary confinement in prison- It's torture. And I think we're realizing, and I think that this needs to be a time where we think of our feelings and think 
what people that is amplified for not just now and mm -hmm. so i've always uh, you know i have family that are incarcerated and have been affected by the prison industrial complex and it's a long thought it's a long time to read into you know i'm at a place now where i don't believe in prisons i don't think they're right but i think that's a conversation for another day and i know that can be overwhelming for people to step into but what mm -hmm. i'm trying to say to people is like now when there could be this point of natural solidarity to try and think of places that you want to read so a great place i'm trying to send people to is called bent bars um they are a uk based because a lot of work around prisons is writing is in the us so i was trying to find a uk one um and a uk based one is bent bars and they're an lgbt charity that uh work for lgbt communities to connect from people on inside a prison and outside and if you're lgbtq you can uh if you've got some spare time right now which maybe you do uh you can set up to be a pen pal to someone in prison and write to people in prison oh that's great um, you can also read from their library about different works around why prisons exist how they became existing how they turn into something for profit all of these different things because it can be an overwhelming territory to think about but i'm really trying to suggest to people that this might be the really perfect time to link up our solidarity with incarcerated people wonderful and could you make some stories directing people to the right place and then we will share them on the guilty feminist so either go to travis alabanza stories or at the guilty feminist and you will be able to see uh those charities and those organizations that are doing such good work do you have any hope for humanity travis around this new period uh when the new normal becomes the post new normal is there anything you hope humanity learns from everything the virus the the slowing down mm -hmm. the connections we're having being forced to make yeah um the environment is there anything you hope we learn i really hope that we um i really hope that we learn to really hold on to what it felt like to be restricted and to feel restriction in lots of different ways and to then think about other people that stay restricted to think about who can't leave their house because they're too sick all the year round or they mm -hmm. can't leave their house because they're too anxious all the year round and to think about how we can continue to stay connected to people inside multiple places mm -hmm. i think what this has really shown me is how quick we are when we want to to find ways to connect with people in inventive ways and i hope that myself included always myself included by the way whenever i say this my audience know that myself included that i hope we find ways when we do go back out those of us that can to continue to think about the people still at home whether that's still just our elderly whether that's disabled people whether that's uh people incarcerated um and i also hope that we see how quick the government can work to create mm -hmm. funds when they want to absolutely and house homeless people i know a lot of the homeless people in london um are housed in hotels that tourists would have been staying in mm -hmm. had tourists mm -hmm. been here but there are solutions and there are ways of housing people and there are there is money um yeah, exactly and there is a magic money tree uh, um and finally what habits do you think might stay with us do you have any kind of routine where you think do you know what i'm going to keep the dancing going afterwards Definitely. is there anything is it dancing is it dancing dancing and i'm not going to lie pre pre covid i'm calling it bc before christ but now it's before covid Fair. um 
uh, my Catholic upbringing will hate me for that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm also before COVID, I did not do FaceTime with friends. I would not yes. do visual. I would not do like uh, my friends would try and I'd be like, nope, not answer. And I think one habit I'm really going to try and keep is like when my friends ring, answering, like not needing uh-huh. to text before a call or to arrange a call. I've loved the spontaneity of like seeing someone's face. And so I'm going to really yes. try and keep that. A hundred percent. I believe that we will. And what are you most looking forward to doing after the quarantine? What one thing? How PG is this podcast? <laughs> How PG? Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. It's on Her Majesty's Internet. You can say anything here. I cannot wait to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just well, being real. <laughs> don't, d- you, listen, if we can't be just real here on The New Normal, where can we be just real? <laughs> exactly. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear all about it, which I'm sure I will on FaceTime. Yeah. Uh, Travis Alabanza, it has been absolutely it's wonderful. Been so lovely. Could you please make stories of any of those uh, organizations yeah, that you connect us to and also any books, TV shows, or films that you've been enjoying that might can help? Can I my book? I would love you to. You really can buy Burgers, the playtext, because now the tour's been cancelled, you can read it at home. Burgers, the playtext. There we go. And, and loads that's of others. With a Z. Burgers with a Z or a Z if you're American. Burgers with a Z or a Z, depending on what you sound like. <laughs> great get the burgers play text um and anything else you've got to tell us or want to share with us please make a story and we yeah. will share it just tag in at the guilt at, at the guilty feminist um you have been an absolutely wonderful guest travis we hope to have you back in a couple of weeks and see if your to. answers have changed see if you're saying i don't need sex anymore i've grown out of it <laughs> maybe if, if we're still here in three months i'll come back and you'll be like i'm a monk i'm a nun i'm a <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a solitary, I'm a, I'm a, I move through this what world what is beyond my body now. I'm beyond my body. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping to be some kind of monkey nun situation by the end of this, who just floats through the world in, with my body as a temple, my rhythm as a routine. Um, and uh, I, I just, I only need to see the human eyes to find full connection. <laughs> It's all or, I need. Or I've absolutely started stockpiling on nudes that have been sent to me. Either way. <laughs> one of those. Definitely one of those. Uh, this has been the new normal, everybody. Uh, this week we have May Martin, Ashling B, Sarah Keyworth and uh, Catherine Bohart coming up. Not in that order. Please check uh, the postings. It's in the feed and it's also on the stories to see who's on what day. But at 6 p.m. UK time every day here on Guilty Fabulous Instagram Live and in the, then in the stories for 24 hours. And then this episode's going to go up on YouTube. If you buy Travis's T-shirt, that money will go to Travis. Uh, Cindy's T-shirt is going up today and it says something like, it's no, there's no time for this polite English shit. Um, <laughs> I love, <laughs> love it. Love you all. Bye. Love you all. Love you, Travis. Bye. I love you. Bye. <laughs>